The news continues to happen, and the Schrader Show is here to decipher the madness, to make sense of what's real and what's propaganda, to offer a point of view. This is 1360 and 97.5 WTAQ. Now, here's Steve Schrader. Well, good Saturday afternoon, Northeast Wisconsin. This is the Schrader Show. I am your host, Steve Schrader. Welcome, as always, to the show. Busy show today, as always. Now, for the first time in quite a few weeks, we don't have a call-in guest, which is good because, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's been great. We've had some great guests. We had Jay Schrader last week with the Recall Voss effort. Oh, believe me, we'll get into that. Um... And we had Lauren Bowman from the Public Interest Legal Foundation talking about what they're doing to help President Trump. So so we'll get into that today because there's an event on February 4th. Mike Lindell's going to be at it. It's to, down in Union Grove. And uh, it is a Recall Voss event. So I certainly uh, would encourage you to... Go to that event if you, if you can. Uh, I'm going to look into it. I may try to get down there as well. Um, so uh, a real cool event. Lots of stuff to go over. We had the New Hampshire primaries. We've had this Eugene Carroll BS. Uh, we've got Vince McMahon resigning. We've got potentially the next civil war in the United States is already starting. And it's by design, and make no mistake, what you're seeing, and and we're going to dedicate a lot of time to the border today because it is the issue that is going to carry Donald Trump into into a second non-consecutive term because everybody gets it. There's no one out there that gets it, that doesn't get it, that doesn't understand what's going on. And the left can do everything they can to justify it and say, oh, it's Trump's fault, like they do everything else. That's the thing that Biden learned best from Obama. So we'll get into that. We got Carrie Lake and the bribe. Now, Shannon and I did a podcast on it earlier this week. We did When do we do that? Wednesday, right? Wednesday. We did a podcast on it on Wednesday. That's the day that it broke, late Tuesday night. Uh, into Wednesday. So we'll go through that audio again in case you haven't heard it. I'll let you hear the the entire the entire thing in its entirety. We broke it down into separate, you know, one or you know, minute thirty clips, something like that. So so really bit really busy show today. Plus there this bizarre case out of out of uh, Kansas City where these three dudes are dead after watching a football game. We'll get into that. We'll bring Shannon in on that. Um, Like I said, a ton, a ton of things to get into here today, and we're just getting started. But first, I want to, before I go to the phones, and Dwayne, hang in there. I'll I'll get to you shortly. I've got to do this because I thought it was so cool. So, And let this be your good news to start out the show and and this weekend. Because there's a great guy that works right down the hall, Pat Murphy. um, And he works for uh, 
he works for some of the sister stations, primarily Y100, but this week and or last week and, and Monday and Tuesday this week, he'll be filling in uh, for Mike Dubord over on Duke FM. But, you know, Pat's been in the radio business, uh, where is it, in this letter, since 1968. He started in, in O'Connell. And so, and Pat's still doing it and still at the top of his game. In fact, he just left here, what, about uh, two hours ago or so. So he's probably home by now. But, um, but anyway, so his grandson, uh, Brady Stellmacher, um, and it's S T L L M A C H E R. So I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I should have asked Grandpa Pat first how to pronounce it. But, uh, he had a project for a journalism class, and he wrote about his grandfather. And I think it's cool. It's a short little letter, and I want to share it with you because it shows the impact that Pat's had on his grandson, but it also shows you, you know, kids pay attention. And they pay attention to the things that we do, not just the things that we say, but kids learn from our example, and I think, this is an excellent, uh, excellent example of that. So I wanted to share it. Um, Shannon, anything you want to add about the letter before I read it? I know you want to you want to join in on this as well, because when we were here earlier uh, this week, Pat showed it to us and I said, I want to I want to share that on there. So um, the title of the article is Why 100 Disc Jockey Changes Perspectives on Being a Radio Host. The life of a disc jockey or DJ is different from most. You have to be a creative individual who's willing to put themselves out there. My grandpa, Patrick Murphy, is one of those people. He strives to become the best DJ and to keep his audience entertained. And he does a great job at it, I may add. That's my commentary. Continuing with the letter. Murphy's been working in the radio business for 35 years. He has worked for many different radio stations, but is currently at Y100 or WNCY um, in Green Bay. Y100 uh, mainly plays new country music. He also will sub on Duke, like I said. Quote, I started in high school because I liked music and my friends got a job at the radio station, Murphy said, end quote. He started at WOCO. In 1968, the station was located in O'Connell, Wisconsin. At WCO, they played mostly pop music. Him and his friends got to pick some of the music they would play. They would mostly play the hits at the time. Now, radio is very different from when he started. Quote, radio has changed a lot through the years. We used used to have records and put them on a turntable. Now everything's all digital and you have to follow along on a computer screen. End quote. Being on the radio for so long will call you to, cause you to see changes in the business. For Murphy, new, techno, new technology has always been coming in. This can present a learning curve to learn how to use the equipment and different features. This can be challenging at times, especially for him, since he's not the biggest fan of technology. However, what makes a good DJ is the person themselves. Not the fancy technology. Absolutely right. Uh, Absolutely right. And a great, great observation for a uh, 
Jr. at Bayport. Quote, I got there about a half hour early. I get there about a half hour early to see the weather, uh, some sports scores, some features that I can use on air. I try to be knowledgeable when I talk about country music artists and, and just try to relate to the listeners, end quote. The entertainment from his listeners is the number one priority. Finding out this information helps him become more connected to his listeners. You never know who could be listening, and that's absolutely right. His son lives in Tennessee, and he can listen to him. He said, you can listen anywhere nowadays. You can live in South America and listen with all the apps available. Quote, one of the things about radio is you want to capture emotion. Because if you don't do that, you might as well be a toaster on a counter. Whether they like you or not, you're capturing emotion, end quote, Murphy said. The emotion that he is referring to can really make or break a disc jockey. Being creative and open-minded could be the difference between knowing what to say at the right moment. This is what has allowed Murphy to succeed in his career and bring joy to his listeners. Quote, and country music is really fun to work with because there's so much innuendo in all the songs. One song goes from a lost love to a new love to let's drink some more and party all night. Then it recycles again and starts talking about the dog and the train and all the other stuff, <laughs> Murphy said. And quote and that was the end of the article two things well shannon join in on this because and and we got to go to the break pretty quick but first of all it shows just the influence he had on his grandson so so that's first and foremost right yeah and how very very proud he is of his grandpa right which, in turn, now he he had he had already talked about uh, his his grandson uh, Brady before, but he was so proud to show this this piece that his grandson uh, wrote. I don't think his grandson fully appreciates how much Grandpa appreciates the project that he undertook for school. No, I don't think so either. But I don't think any. Any kid does, and I hope someday I have a grandchild that wants to write about me yeah, like that. Yeah, that, that's that's really cool, and it's it's one of those. I know it's not t- you know it's not on the subject matter right of what we do, but the other thing I thought was unique, Shannon. You can tell that he did his research, and he talked to Pat, and he put that down on paper, but his observations about about radio are 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 accurate you have to put yourself out there right i mean i've had people come up to me and say you're the worst host i've ever heard and i'm like well thank you very much i'll try to do better tomorrow you know i mean what are you gonna do and in in and i get that some people can't handle that um but i thought it was very insightful for a junior in high school 16, 17-year-old I thought guy. it was absolutely awesome. So I thought it was absolutely awesome, and I wanted to share that with you. Now, when uh, when we get back, uh, we've got a caller on the line already. Our buddy Dwayne's on the line. 
we'll start out uh we'll we'll get to we'll get to Dwayne uh but I want to start out with Nick on this Vince McMahon thing um and the WWE we, we may get to Nick after after we get to Dwayne but all that in the next segment and then we'll get into all of some of the sound New Hampshire everything plus the bribe and death threat against Carrie Lake listening to the Schrader show back in a minute